Thank you for downloading this episode of the Football Purist Podcast. For more episodes, go to www.footballpurist.com and you can also find us at iTunes. Welcome to Let's Get Have a West Ham podcast with me, Nick Davis. And me, Jack Davis. You alright? Yeah, yeah. This is weird. I know, we've had a little, we've had an international break of ourselves, haven't we? And as well, like the thing is, it's weird, this is just the two of us. Yeah, yeah, because uh, that's the best way to start really, isn't it? For all our new listeners today, uh, our previous podcast was, was with Jack Collison, and I think that's probably one of the best ones. Well, our last two have been. Yeah, I, I, well, I enjoyed them both, but I really enjoyed the Matt Dickinson one as well, because... Just like I love hearing about history and that, but obviously, not something over. Um, it was massive getting Jack on because yeah. former player and all that. So if, just again to our new listeners, if you do want to hear our interview with Jack Collison or Matt Dickinson, who's the chief football reporter for the Times and also wrote the uh, Bobby Moore book, you can get us on iTunes. Follow our Twitter, get hammered FP, or go to www.footballpurist.com. Where you can find all our other podcast, all our other podcast, and all the other podcasts from the rest of the company. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, the Arsenal one, the Liverpool one, then the general football ones. Which actually, our cafe football one as well, which is on the football oh, yeah, website. That reviewed to that uh, particular Bobby Moore book, didn't it? I know. Was yeah, I, one I, one? I was on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't take you seriously but, sitting here with your uh, Rocky Balboa dressing, dressing gown. It's lovely and warm. It's lovely and warm. It does look a bit feminine, but uh, I don't care. I'll put, put a picture on Twitter later on. What of that or just of you? Of me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I was on that. Thanks for listening, by the way. That <laughs> It's obviously... <laughs> Unless I feature on a podcast, I don't really listen to it. And I don't listen to it if I feature on it anyway, but... Yeah. Well, that's that's a really selling the company really well, Jack. No, I just I just can't listen to my own work. How nervous, uh, um, nervous was we? I listened to the Matt, the Matt Dickinson one. I could hardly get my words out. <laughs> we, were, we were starting with like, uh, nice to yeah. you, Matt. But then the Jack Collison one, I thought was a lot more relaxed, and he he was really like a t- he was a top interview. Yeah, and he was I mean, top bloke. With all due respect, to all the Matt Dickinson ones were top interview, but I think it's because the Matt Dickinson ones the first sort of uh, person of that caliber, or yeah. like basically it's the first external person, i.e., not someone we know that's been on the podcast. We are we are we are actively trying to get more people involved. Yeah, and having someone who's that well known, sort of in the public eye as well. Well, both yeah. of them are, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, I was listening back today to what the podcast we the two podcasts we done before that mm-hmm. or the podcast we done before them two when I was saying yeah we're gonna try and get some people on that's my next like goal and then the next two podcasts after that we've got Jack and Matt yeah so like we 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 delivered on our promise yeah no and we'll uh we'll keep an eye out for sort of more avenues we can go down but it might yeah. just be a case of sort of getting West Ham fans on as well people yeah you know, like bloggers and that so yeah. if any, anyone listens anyone listens to um. Or anyone owns a blog or anything like that, and they want to get in touch. Again, as uh, yeah, get hammered FP to get at us on that. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll plug our podcast at the end. But that's that's a nice way to yeah, start. Really, isn't it? Well, yeah, well, so let's let's cast our mind back to Middlesbrough, uh, the Middlesbrough match review. It seems quite a while ago. I thought, yeah, because we got had the international break in the middle. Sam Anderson has lost his job. The time, oh, yeah. the time we've been away, but not nice little payoff, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it'd just be interesting to see what his next move is now. Really. Yeah, I mean, 
might go back to Sunderland to write it. Yeah, that's but, why um, some of Stan Collin will put it on Twitter. We'll come, we'll come back to it. I think. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean the last. Like, no, no, it's fine. I think I think any club going after him now will have to sort of beware of the backlash. Yeah, of what the media mm. sources. It's I like, mean, I, in my personal opinion on this. Alright, it's bad, and I can see why the FA got rid of him, because they can't be seen to be condoning stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, I can't really see that it's that bad. When you look at, again, referring back to Matt Dickinson, his uh, interview with Glenn Hoddle, what transpired from that. Yeah. If you compare the two, I don't think... I I just, I actually, I don't feel, I feel so, I just feel gutted for Alan Dice. Yeah. Because he really wanted that job. That, mm. that job was what he set his heart on doing. And like, I've said to a lot of people as well, to an extent, I do think he's been a bit of a mug, to be honest, because he's like you said, he's waited his whole life for that job, and then you wouldn't let it leave anything to chance, it's would greed, you? It's greed, didn't it? Yeah. It's greed. I mean, he's on three million pounds a year, and mm. what was that? Four hundred grand. Four hundred grand. He made it up in a couple of months. So it was just so strange because that was on the Thursday that we interviewed Jack, and we was asked, asking him about how do you think Sam's going to get on as England manager? Yeah. So basically, Eddie Howe, Harry Redknapp, if you're listening to this podcast, just be yeah. careful what you say because you don't want us to jinx you. Be he, careful how you are around us. Neil Warlock today. He's another one. The next one in trouble. Yeah, Jason Punchin, isn't it? He stitched him right up. But uh, Jason Punchin got fined at the time, didn't he? Yeah. Do you want to explain that just for people that don't know? So what it, it was the fact of like he was saying that he was players were playing, paying him to play. Yeah, players like, players were paying Neil Warnock to play. During <laughs> the his time. Was it uh, Crystal Palace? Yeah, it was the Palace. Uh, they, yeah, the players were paying him, and then Neil Warnock was saying, "All right, you can start." And then it's all come out, and then uh, Jason Punchin like said, "Oh, actually, it was a mistake. Obviously, pressure from the inside." Yeah. The FA fined him about twenty grand, but uh, now it's all come. It'll come out in uh, House of the Parliament today, didn't so it? So stick up, stick a tenner on the next man to leave his job already. Neil yeah. Warnock. I've never surprised me. It's like it's like well. another one. It's the one game curse, isn't it? Yeah. He's had one game at Cardiff. Did he win? Yeah, they won. The people still um City. They exactly. Friday. Hundred percent curse, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's move back on to the Middlesbrough review. Uh, just from the start, it was a shame about Sam Byron, weren't it? Because that was yeah. after about 10 minutes he went down with looks like a bad hamstring injury if he's had to have surgery. I mean, I've heard it's two months, which for a surgery on a hamstring injury ain't too bad. Good. And I put now that it's lucky we've got Arbelara and Cresswell. But obviously, Arbelara, we will come into it. Have you got any details on that? Well, I'll leave it. Uh, it no, he was just, apparently he had a knock, so he, he was unavailable against Palace. And obviously, Cresswell suspended for Sunderland now. And Mazuaku was out for six weeks, so he's still got about another month left, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, but we'll move on to what we think the team's going to be for Sunderland when we actually cover the yeah. Sunderland's the Sunderland match. I think I thought the Borough game was better. Yeah, I've, I've put down here. I think we uh, looked more solid in some aspects, but then we still looked a bit shaky. It was a little bit, of, and it was a little bit of magic. Well, a lot of bit a lot of magic, magic from Pyatt yeah. saved us again. And that's the thing. That's what I was making the point to people. Say Pyatt does jog on to Madrid or whoever in January, we would have lost that game 1-0 and we would have still been yeah. thinking, well, what now? Because we would have yeah. lost that game. We wouldn't have offered very much, to be honest, because apart we, we from that Pyatt chance, we didn't give very much. And then you always fault, even <coughs> though uh, Pedro Obiang's special mention was absolutely different class. Last two games. And he's, he bossed the midfielders. Back four still made you feel a bit like we could concede at yeah. any time. And... I still think that yeah, there's still something that we need to address it. Hopefully now we we'll come onto it. We've kicked on, kicked on now and a clean sheet. Yeah, and that was a big uh, streaky, but still a clean sheet, weren't it? So yeah, hopefully it's a start. Hopefully it's a starting point. And it was it was something to build on for the Palace game, weren't it? That's that yeah, was yeah. Military, it was something. We, to just, build we on. need to stop the rot. We yeah. need to stop the rot. 
so let's move on to the Palace game. We, I mean, I was still going oh, into we, it. We was there. Yeah, we was there. Uh, off, off, off fire kick off, and we got there at twelve. That's like the ground. Thing, thing, things escalated, didn't they? Yeah, wait, let me just set the scene. So there was probably people listening to this podcast that were at the same pubs. I can't remember what it was called. Flora Sands. The floor. No, right. that was the first one. Oh, did we go to two pubs? Went to two. Went to the one outside. Uh, Fort oh Neath yeah, Station. Well, yeah. That... The one directly opposite oh, Fort Neath Station. Then we went round the corner. There's one. So there was a pub on the corner as you walk down to the grounds uh, with like a zebra crossing next to it and loads of West Ham fans had camped outside and like uh, were spilling out into the rows. Then all of a sudden these about 10 beach balls would appear like flying up and there literally must have been about two to 300 West Ham fans. Okay, grab it. Okay, no, it like, this is what I'm coming uh. on to. This is what I'm coming on to. And me, Nick and a couple of other boys were right next to a uh, zebra crossing and as it's pretty clear from Nick's Twitter, he's in a wheelchair and... Uh, a ball was literally come flying like up in the air, but literally we was on one side of the road, and obviously it was all West Ham fans on the other side of the road with the police. The ball's gone up halfway between our end and their end. Nick just made a run for it, dived out of his wheelchair for a diving header across the zebra crossing. <laughs> do you remember this? Yeah, I do. I do remember. I, I I kind of remember it. Yeah, diving header, headed headed the uh, beach ball across the zebra crossing, and he's literally laid in the middle of the road while traffic trying to get past. But that, that, yeah. to be fair, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> jump out your wheelchair. <laughs> but, I, said, uh, I slipped over last night in the pub. It ain't going, it ain't going well for me this weekend. How could you slip over in the wheelchair? Oh, we've got to go out to go to the toilet. Oh. The floor's wet in the toilet. <laughs> you really do need to wipe up off. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, going, it's going well. But anyway, back onto the game. But yeah, before the game, it was really good, actually. A really good yeah. crack. Yeah. Uh, if anyone was there who listened to this podcast, get in touch with us. Get out with FP if you saw us. Uh, I actually met a follower. Who's your mate? Um... It was Liam's cousin Billy, yeah. But I, I didn't realise he followed me on Twitter already. Oh really? And we didn't was know. He the, was he the older one or the younger one? The younger one. I was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, we was going into it. I was still going into it with an air of, appreh- of apprehension. Yeah. Because it was still West Ham. We'd still drawn at home to Middlesbrough, and just Tom- didn't know how we was going to. Tompkins was coming back. Well, Tompkins. Yeah. First game against. First that. game against Tompkins. Obviously, Ben Teke was on form at that point. Pardew as well. Pardew, yeah. Uh, but just from from the start, the first ten minutes again, everyone seemed to work so hard. Yeah. I think Pedro Obiang was oh he's mustard, isn't he? Yeah, he's mustard. He, he literally just like, I watched a video of him on I think it, it was a West Ham fan page. Today. It might have been I can't remember where it was uh, West Ham social. I think it was, and it just covered yeah, it like a two minute video of him what he did throughout the game. And sometimes it's not even stuff you notice, but when you watch it back, like just tackles that have gone in or the way he moves the ball. His tackling and his range of passing is absolutely phenomenal. And the way he gets around the pitch as well. Hopefully he's cemented a t- first-team place now. Yeah. Like, hopefully these last two games have really... I think he is our most on-form centre midfielder at the moment. He does, like yeah. I said, last two games he's run I thought, I thought everyone was better. Yeah. Every, I thought everyone stepped up on Saturday, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, while we're on that, Zaza. I, I thought he was... He worked so hard, didn't he? Yeah. Like, it, someone raised a good point as well. Again, I can't remember who it was. But they put on Twitter, Zaza on Saturday was like, Slavin Bilic just got a fan out of the uh, stands. So put on a shirt and just uh, run around for as long as you yeah. can and just show whatever passion he can. But he was diving into tackles. I'm, just, I'm, I'm not going to slag him off, but he's, he's got to start. He's got to, he needs a goal, doesn't he? Yeah. Because if, if this is true about the clauses with the amount of games and the amount of money yeah, that we're going to... million after. You, you're going to have to sort of justify... I'm not, I thought he was tremendous. Mm. But I, I'm hoping that if he does start scoring, 
Or if he scores one, he will start scoring. Yeah. Scoring more. And then you look at it, Ben Teke for 32 and a half million, and oh. I thought on Saturday, aside from the penalty itself as well, Ooh, which we'll come on to, he just looked sort of, I don't know, he looked so immobile. Yeah. And uh, whether that was our defenders doing a really good job, because Bonner and Ray played really well. And obviously Cresswell come back and was absolutely fantastic. Just like, before you get into that, another little quick side note of uh, Big Craig, Craig Warren, Peter on the podcast. Uh, we and OWH here on Twitter did end up with his shirt didn't he so, oh yeah I saw that broke yeah. his ankle trying to get it didn't yeah, he, 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 well, he, he didn't he, actually break he, it but he looked in a bad way yeah but yeah um, Chris Will Is it, right let's cover the good first well it's all good because it weren't right, you'll see what I mean but he uh, he just threw it straight back in didn't it it was like he'd never been away he, and you realise you realise on Saturday how important he is to us yeah for, but for a left back you don't really like no you don't really consider a left back a pivotal player but I would for us definitely and, I didn't realise because last season, and I'll stand by this, I thought it was our weakest defender in terms of defensive ability. But going forward, yeah. But going forward, since like Christmas last year, he's become so much so now that I think he's one of the most influential players at the back. Definitely. And that proved it, the way our defence came together against Palace. Because up until that point, like I said, at Middlesbrough, we were still shaky, our back four. Yeah. But our back four looked so solid. And obviously, actually, it was a back five because Kiati was playing, wasn't it, at the yeah, back as well? Yeah. And then you had Antonio and Cresswell as wing backs. He said, first place ability, he said, I have had this shape, I had this shape in, the mind, in mind directly after Middlesbrough. This is the shape I wanted to work on. And you could see some proper work's gone into working on them, the, new, the new tactics and a new direction. That's the point I wanted to raise with you. Do you think then that he's going to try and mould Antonio back into a wing back then? Because obviously he tried him at right back, oh. but you think he's going to try him at wing back? I mean,. Well, I'd be, I'd be happier with him. Like, I think I'd say after one game, but I'd be happier with him there than yeah. uh, as a full-blown right-back. But yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd be happy with, happy with him there, but I'd throw him all day long. And if he's, shit, played, he's, he's played everywhere for us. Yeah, he? but if shit hits the fan again and Antonio's still at wing-back, then... It's the same old problem, isn't it? Yeah, and the fans are going to get on his back. And they, the only thing I was thinking, hopefully, because Arbelo was ruled out, maybe Arbelo would have taken that place. Yeah. And Antonio... I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he can go back down that road again. I really, I really don't. Hope not, Hope. but it to be seen. Oh, do you think Billy's had air transplant? Yeah, yeah, so he's like, had it. they showed him like before and after, you know, so great. he's like gone from <laughs> receding like you to uh, <laughs> Steve McDonald, <laughs> Steve McDonald, Rafa Benitez, to uh, having like a full head of hair, yeah. hair again, having a full fringe. So I reckon he's had some sort of spray it's, treatment. It's, it's, like it's worked, yeah, fair time. it's worked, it's done. I hope it ain't like Wayne Rooney, though, where it goes off in the rain. Probably that's why he puts a uh, bobble out on, <laughs> yeah, like a bank bobble. Oh. Uh, but just at the end of the first half as well, obviously, Palace got a penalty, and no disputes for me, that was penalty. No, that was penalty. Obona swiped his legs. And then Benteke's just, I don't know what the fuck he's done, to be honest. He's like literally just gone to be clever, but tried to be too clever, and he's just scooped it straight over the bar. And that, that's killed them? Well, no, I don't think it had. Didn't you think, don't you think? No, because they ate the post after that, didn't they? Oh, yeah, yeah, them two chance, them two Yeah, chances. and then like, in quick succession, they uh, come back and Benteke ate the post with a header. And that was an example of us being open. That last five minutes after that penalty, the first half. We lost our heads a little bit. We, we lost our heads after the penalty when we was really open. But uh, second half, when we came back well again. Then obviously, we should have had a penalty, the old Cresswell saga. Oh, it's, that's, it's ridiculous. It, it, I ain't heard one person say that was the right decision. No, Howard Webb, Alan Shearer, everyone. I read that. I said that it should have yeah. been a penalty. And then the second one, I mean, I. This is controversial, but I don't blame the referee at all for the second one. Liner. Yeah, because if you look at the position, Zaha's on the attack and he's trying to get past Cresswell 
and then the referee can't see because he's right in front of the linesman. Zaha's gone to get past him, but Cresswell ain't touched him. But then the Lionel started flagging as if to say a foul. So the referee's got no option. Because no, Zaza would have got to the byline and put across him. So that's really yeah. an opportunity. So as soon as the linesman gives it as a foul, the referee's got no alternative but to give Cresswell a second yellow. It's, but just for the record, it weren't a second yellow at all. It's was such a shame that we can't do nothing about it. No just two yellow cards. Yeah, apparently it's unless the referee turns around and holds his hands up and says... I made a mistake. I've made a mistake in his matchup, which I don't, I don't think he has. And I think, I think, yeah, it would have been out by now, wouldn't it? it yeah. Been out in the public eye by now. But and just, we skipped over the goal itself, haven't we? Oh yeah. This titleist podcast is uh, Manuel's magic because it was absolutely magic finish. Coming back, coming back to the point you just made yeah. about Piat, if Piat that did leave in January, yeah, then Lanzini would have to step up, like, not step up like I've got him, but like step, yeah. step, fill that hole. That yeah. Pyatt-shaped hole. And I think he does. When Pyatt's not playing, Lanzini comes into his own, so we give him the ball a lot more. And, uh, again, I don't want to turn this into like too negative or anything, but if Pyatt does go, he can move... Well, I know Pyatt plays from out wide, but he can move Lanzini about and have Faguli on the yeah. other side. Mm-hmm. Just, so we have got options in before. We have got options. Obviously, you've got Samuelson, who's... Uh, although he's he's scored, for scored for Norway, didn't he? Senior. Scored for Norway, yeah. And he's still only, what's he, 19 years yeah. old. Uh, but, yeah, Lanzini's goal, just... The way, great ball in for Cress, from Cresswell, and just the way he's positioned his body just to glide yeah. it in the bottom right hand corner. Magic. Magic. And a shout out to uh, Adrian for that save he made that in the last couple the of minutes. It was immense. Yeah. Just kept, like, kept tall. And he's able, to be fair, he's aided critics, us included this season, but. Yeah. Everything come right for us on Saturday. Yeah. Everything, everything we've done well. And I think that moves us nicely on to the uh, Sunderland game. That's a massive confidence boost going into the Sunderland game. I, hope we, I really hope we smash them. Yeah. I, I'm, I just think it's a winnable game because... They're terrible, they? are terrible at the moment. They've been terrible for about five years. They've... Uh, interesting fact. Uh, Newcastle have been in the championship three months. But Newcastle have won a Premier League game more recently than the Sunderlands. Wow. How's about that for a start? Wow. I saw that I picked it up the other day. Uh, but like I said, it's a winnable game. And I think it'll be good to try and build sort of a willing mentality right, at home yeah. again. It's a perfect way to and then start. It, then not to get in too far ahead, it spins, spins us nicely onto Chelsea. Yeah. Like that's the week yeah. after, isn't it? The Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday off. The only the only thing to watch out for is, is every time he plays against us is Jermaine Defoe. Because although they've been doing awful, he's still got yeah, four goals in eight Premier League games. Uh, I don't, I don't care. let bygones be bygones. I think Jermaine Defoe is a fantastic player. I would, I would have signed him, to be honest. I would have done. And I still would in January if it come to it. Oh, yeah. Another quick point I want to raise to you quickly. Yeah. Uh, did, you, did you see the back of the mirror yesterday? Sunday mirror? No, I didn't actually. Uh, Andy Carroll out with Joe O'Brien on Saturday. Uh, oh, yeah, Sunday, I saw that. Uh, Saturday. Whilst we was playing. Yeah. Having a pint in a Canary Walk whilst we was playing. But, uh, yeah. It's not a time, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm just done. we've done him to death, haven't we? But I've got uh, Sunderland's recent results here. So, let's start in sort of September. I won't go through all their results. But September, uh, lost 3-0 to Everton. They beat Crystal Palace 2 1 in the cup. Uh, lost 3 2 to Palace. And obviously, this month, they've drawn 1 0 with West Brom and lost 2 0 to Stoke. So they sit bottom of the league after eight games on two points with a goal difference of minus nine. Do you think David Moyes is under pressure already? I do. And I think Allardyce could go. We raised it earlier on. Yeah. Just, but how many? They, they remind me. You know what they remind me of? Villa. Yeah. Fact, for about three or four years, they were just swimming around the relegation zone, and finally, once they're going to, they're going to get caught. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I really think we should win this game. I, I I'll be gutted if we don't win it. What's your prediction then? I think two nil. I think and I, I, two nil Sunderland. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it could be it. It could be yeah. <laughs> 
It could be uh, David Moyes' last game. I'm, I'm, I'm going down that road already. No, I think that I think we hope. I don't want to be too confident because every time I'm confident on this podcast, my predictions yeah. we go and get turned over. But I really hope that we're going to come out and have a go at them and heap even more pressure on Moyes. Three uh, 0 I reckon. But equally, if it does go all wrong. Exactly, yeah. Te- we're back we're back to square one again. We're back to where we was before the Palace game. Yeah, exactly. So it's a, it's a massive game. I, yeah, like I said, that, that win was a crucial win, but I don't think he's taken pressure off Billich by any stretch of the imagination. No, um, because like, I know there's a lot of this and buts in there, but if that penalty had gone in half before half time, then we could be sitting here in a whole different situation. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, there's such fire margins at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, right. That's so, what, did you, what did you put down for some of the predictions? 3 0. Did you put 3 0? Yeah, I did say that, but uh, you weren't listening. I'm not listening. I'm only, my, uh, my brain's already moved on. But anyway, let's return to the weekly thing. The weekly quiz, sorry. Weekly thing, that's quite vague. I've got one each. I've got it's one each. Week. I'll do mine first. I'm going to time you. Oh, Christ. But like I said, uh, each week, obviously, it's different when we have guests on because we've got so much we need to cover. But each week, us to recording by ourselves, we try to do a quiz for each other. And this week, we've got two, one for each other. Uh, so basically, my quiz is. You need to name a player, former West Ham player, for each letter of the alphabet, but it needs to be their second name. And I've done it in four minutes thirty seconds. But I'm I don't a... think there's a Y. What? I don't think there's a. Did you? There get is it? a Y. There is a Y. There's not an X. But the Y is really hard. I told you it in a cab and away from Palace. But it's a uh, it's a difficult one. So just get as far as you can. Okay, fine. But uh, I've done it in four minutes thirty seconds. But I'm knocking off thirty seconds because you've had four days to prepare yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I haven't cheated. I haven't got them written down. Like, no, I no, just gave, gave me a vague idea of stuff. All right then. Right. So you tweet, tell me when I'm starting. Right. If you, I've got to do it on my watch. If you start now, Antonio. Yep. Berkovic, Cullen, yep. Daly, Ferdinand. E. Who am I? Is it E? E, Shall we move on? Yeah. He's, he's easy, but yeah, F. Everton. Everton, yeah. F. That's it for then, didn't I? Did I miss one out? Oh, no, sorry, G. Um, Paul Goddard. Yep. H. Yep. I don't know the alphabet. <laughs> uh, John Artson. Yep. Uh, Inkpen, he's a Romo Inkpen. Mm-hmm. J. Yep. Um... Oh, fuck, it's hard, dude. Um, move on, move on. Alright, J, K. Kitson, Paul Kitson. Yeah, uh, L. Um, Bernard, Bernard Lamar. M. Um, your favourite one of your John Monker. Yeah, N. Um, I think now. Nordvite, Heaven Nordvite. Yeah, O. Again, think now. Ogbonna. Yeah, P. Scott Parker. Yep. Uh, Q. Queener. Dominingos Queener. Yep. R. Uh, oh. um. I don't know. I don't know. don't know. Next one. S. Slavin Bilic. That's, that's no. <laughs> Sebastian Schimmel. Yep. Uh, T. I, 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 had this all, I had this all worked out. You had it written down, did you? Right, <laughs> that works now. I was just sketching a couple of things down. Um, Can we skip for now? Yeah. You. Upson. Matty Upson. Yep. Uh, v. 
This is like a triple barreled one, so or double barreled one, so Van der Gale. Yeah, oh yeah, didn't think of that. Yeah, go on. Uh, uh, w. Walker. We got someone called Walker. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Walker. Yep. Uh, there's no X Y. It's a difficult one, but remember someone's brother that used to play for us. Oh, um, Young, Jake Young, Jake Young. Yeah, play for our youth team. Uh, and Zed. So, uh, Z- Bobby Zamora. Zamora. So, right, what, so what, what, Jay. What? Oh, I keep want to say Jackson Martinez. I don't. Um, Julian Faber. I don't know. No, Jack. I don't know. Uh, oh. Oh. By the way, the time is not working on my phone. I'm a time of I've about three minutes now. You've had about three minutes. Oh, fuck. J, J, um. J or R or T. T, I don't think I can get T. T, what am I on about T? Taylor, Matty Taylor. Yep. Um. <laughs> <laughs> J or R. J, what? Oh, it's fucking annoying, isn't it? <laughs> it is annoying. I keep wanting to say Julian Dix, but I know that's. Oh. Just let me know if you want to give in for the last two. Oh, oh. Am I going to keep myself? One of them you will. The other one I think you probably will as well, but it's a bit more difficult. Jay, you're going to kick yourself. Oh, I'll get you yeah, a tap. Tap. Tap out. Yeah. Right, let's do R first. Kyle Reid. Yeah. And then Jay, David James. Oh, Jay, that's one. Of, oh, nah, I'm kidding. Kyle Reid, I don't think I would have got Kyle Reid, to be honest with you. Nah. I, I was actually quite... I think... Yeah, I think that was about. I think that was over the time. Ain't, ain't about. Ain't about. Ain't really no, about it's about the Obviously, when I was doing, it, I was doing it at work. I was still timing myself. Doing so it from memory. Time. But you but, were doing uh, it live on. Radio right, let, let me let me read out mine. Just see like the differences. I can't remember okay. what you didn't. You had Nico Antonio, uh, Reese Burke, Chris Cohen. Basically, I done. I literally done it as well with the first names that come into my head. Yeah. So even if I thought one after, I just kept the same ones. Chris Cohen, Jermaine Defoe, Matty Everington, Sofia Faguli, Robert Green, Zavon Hines, Paul Wince. David James, Kevin Keane, Frank Lampard, John Moncur, Havard Norvite, Angelo Bonner, Steve Potts, Domingos Quina, Cole Reed, Sebastian Schemmel, uh, nice T you were struggling on as well, yeah. weren't you? Diego Tristan, oh, yeah. David Unsworth, Ricardo Vazte, Richard Wright, Jake Young, and Simeon Zaza. Uh, what was a double barrel one? Can you ask me? Yeah, right? Vazte, because obviously Amy's oh, yeah, official yeah. last name, but easy if you see what I mean. But, uh, no, that's fun. It's a bit t- of fun, isn't it? You can pause pull, pull it and have a go yourself. Like, um, yeah. said the well, sh- you, you probably should have said that before. But... Yeah. Um, film it. If you want to film it. Are we still talking about the uh, quiz? Yeah. Or... Film it. Film it. Right, I've got to look away from this. You've got the notes in your right. Now. This is, if anyone's familiar with the game, Bruce's Play Your Cards Right, this is called Transfer Play Your Cards Right. So it's all West Ham related. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a player. Well, I'm going to give you the first value, yeah? Yeah. And um, you have to say, and I'll give you the name of the second player, and you have to say higher or lower. All right, then how many uh, are there? Uh, eight. Eight, all right. Okay. Mark Vivian, this is completely, it's really random as well. <laughs> Mark, Mark Vivian Foe, he cost us 4.2 million. Yeah. And on the same day, we signed Paolo Di Canio. How much did he, was he higher, higher or lower than 4.2 million? I know we got him fairly cheap, because obviously he come from the Sheffield Wednesday, sort yeah. of pushing over the ref, I'm going to go lower. Yep. Yeah. 1.5 million. So that's one tick, yeah. Scotty Parker, did he cost us more more than 1.5 million? Yeah, or more. More. More, yeah, yeah, you're right. How much did he cost? It's seven. Seven, yeah. Steve Lomas? Lower. Lower than seven million? You're correct. Thomas Ritka? 
How, how much did Lyman ask first? Lower than two and a half million for Thomas Repka. I'm going to go lower. 7.1. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rufus Brevitt, was he more or less than seven and a half million pounds? Less. So, less, he was free transfer. <laughs> so, <laughs> throw that in there. So, um, Richard Pickion, how much did he cost us? Was he was he was he another free transfer or was it another trick question? Did we buy him from Portsmouth? Yep. So now I reckon we paid for him. Two million. Two million. Two point four. Alessandro Diamante. He was about. He was higher. Four point one. Yeah. And last but by no means least, how much did we pay for Slavin Bilic? Good question. But what was the last one? Was he was he more than four million pound? Uh, he paid for us in the nineties, didn't he? So. I'm gonna go lower. One point two million. Yes. So you, you done all right there. How many? Did you, uh, what was the? How many were there in total? Eight. So one, well, nine, two, nine, nine, three, four. But I gave you the first five, one. Six, don't forget. Seven. So seven out of uh, eight, eight, and eight out of nine. But you got one wrong. Yeah. So, so you got seven out of oh, eight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a bad return. That was alright. Yeah. Uh, I thought that worked today, and I was just like, I was well happy. That was a bit of fun. I might, I might bring that back. Yeah. I might like because that's could... the kind of one that you don't really get old, does it? You can just and, shoot with. Yeah. And there's a website called transfermarket.com and it's just got, you can scroll through the seasons mm-hmm. just like who we bought for, and it's got all the prices. That was way easy to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you said you thought that while you, oh, pardon me, while you was at work. I thought this up while I was at work as well. Uh, it's it's going to be another weekly feature because we love a weekly feature on this show. I'm just going to look. We need, to, we need to get Jimmy to make us some jingles. Yeah, it's, yeah, for like the weekly yeah. quizzes. Uh, but each week from here on out, I'm going to like, look at a player that played for us previously and sort of see what he's doing now and just give a rundown on him. So this week is Manuel da Costa. Remember him? Yep. Played for oh. us between 2009 and 2009. He, he, was a, he was a fan of Faces Nightclub. Yeah, I'll, I'll come on to that. <laughs> uh, but there's two questions in this one. Well, quick, uh, a question I've got to answer all. Yeah. Which it, it, uh, one of them you might know. One of them you will know. The second one is just basically a guess. Uh, and one of them I opened up to Twitter, but that was the latter one. The first one, who went the opposite way as part of this deal? Went to Fiorentina. Uh, Walter Lopez? No. Savio. Savio. Savio Rincereco. I knew, I knew it was. So Manuel de Costa played 31 times for us in the league between 2009 and 2011. I thought it would be a lot more than that. Yeah. Scored three goals. Scored against Evian. Scored against But that wasn't his uh, first goal, which is the one I opened up to Twitter, who was Manuel de Costa's first WHUFC goal against. Did anyone answer you? Greg Husband answered me because it was his first game. Or... It wasn't his first. I don't think it was his first what, game. Well, Greg's first game? No, I don't, yeah, I don't think it was. It could have been. I can't remember what he put on the tweet now. Yeah. It's quite well, a while ago. Uh, yeah, but Greg Husband got it right. So fair play to him. Uh, but who was it against? Is it our own? Yeah, no, 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 that's not going to help me. But... <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> Um, Watford. I don't know. No, Hull. Close. Hull. But he made his. Uh, I, I, was that a game where we went through and up in about ten minutes? Could have Barami, been. Yeah. Barami played really well. Yeah. Because yeah. he made his uh, debut in a League Cup. I can't remember against, but. Uh, and then, now, then he changed of events. He went to Lokomotiv Moscow, and he played under Bilic. Bilic came in during Mamo de Costa's time there, but then didn't favour him. Oh. So I sent him out online to Nashia now. But his native Portugal. And then he went to... Uh, it's the first time he played for a Portuguese club. It's Portugal, but that was the first time really? he played for a Portuguese club. When did he start club. then? Ajax, wasn't it? Or the final? Uh, PSV, I think. That's it. It was a Dutch team, wasn't it? Uh, oh, yeah, I didn't know what he, where he went before us. But, uh, and then he went to Sivaspor in Turkey. 
And now he's at Olympiakos, so we signed Masuaku from. How uh, old is he now then? 30 odds. He played 14 times for Nashi and Hawaii was on loan and was sent off twice. After being sent off the second time, he was barred from the training ground <laughs> and did not play again. <laughs> and obviously, as you referred to, it was fined for slapping a woman uh, in faces in Ilford while still at West Ham. And then that was ongoing after he left West Ham because she was trying to do him for sexual assault and that, but he just turned out Oh, let's her. not mention that after what happened at the weekend. Oh, yeah, Chad Evans. <laughs> no, me. Oh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Do you want to explain that? <laughs> no, I don't. Let's just leave, let's leave that one there. <laughs> nothing actually happened. It's a police nah. listing. Nothing actually nah. happens, but it's nah, while really. they had to be yeah. there, really. Uh, in 2013... All, all men are the same. Yes, back to the thing. Uh, <laughs> just back speaking to, to yourself and laughing now. Back to the thing. The thing. Uh, back to Manuel da Costa. In 2013, he was charged with drink driving in the early hours of the morning. Yeah, represented Portugal at various youth levels, but has made uh, 14 caps for Morocco. Ooh, and that's, yeah. Never knew that. Yeah, he's, he qualifies Morocco for his dad yeah, or no, granddad or something. Wikipedia's gone for a smashing today between us two, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it. That's Manuel Costa, though. Oh, well. Manuel, if you're out there, please do get in touch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did ask for questions on the Twitter today, but I asked quite late before it's We've got the great title of none. And no one really asked, but someone at work ask me a question uh, should players have a clause in their contracts that if they are relegated they must stay for the season after to try and get the team back well, up they, you, you raised the point in relation to that didn't you it depends because if you can afford to keep them yeah I mean yeah. maybe if they threw something in like yeah, they, they, have to, they have to take a certain pay cut or something. yeah but pay cut I think a 10 or 10% pay cut should be in everyone's contract anyway because it just gives you more financial like Room for manoeuvre. Yeah. Like um, Carlton Cole did with us when we went down to the championship. He took, he took about a 20% pay cut, I think. That's all I'd love to get on this podcast. We'll try. But it's a bit hard because of the time difference in America yeah. as well. We'll have to get Ali to do it for us. Yeah. Um, um, one thing I would like to raise, one more on about finances and things like that. Yeah. Do you know that um, Sloan, oh, Sloan Billy, Sean Dyche said, this is nothing to do with it, but he said he had three or four players turning down in the summer because... They went to championship clubs because championship clubs were offering more wages than Burnley. Mm. But it's not hard to believe, really, is it? When you think about Newcastle, Villa, no. they are bigger clubs. They are bigger clubs than Burnley. Yeah, yeah, and that's again, that's obviously to do with like the TV rights and stuff. But it's just they're they are bigger clubs. No yeah. disrespect to Burnley. Yeah, they are. But Villa and Newcastle are bigger clubs. It's like Villa and Newcastle are bigger clubs than Bournemouth. It's just the way structurally they're made up. Yeah, unless you get an investor that's going to completely jump you up the. Yeah, uh, like ratings, it's not it's not going to work out any other way, is it really? No. So that just about wraps the podcast up. So obviously we've got Man United Liverpool. Man United Liverpool. Let's have a prediction for that then. While we, uh, I've done accumulate today because I've changed bookmakers. I've gone to <laughs> Ladbrokes because uh, my core app's not working, and I thought you're not having my business anymore if your app don't work. But anyway, that's a story for a different day. But I went to Ladbrokes. I got like a free bet. So uh, on my accumulate, I've done. I've actually done United to win. Okay. I think United are going to do him. Oh, I, I think it's typical I think, Mourinho. I, I think Mourinho needs to. I think yeah. Um, because this is a kind of like situation of the master against the apprentice. You know yeah. what I mean? Like uh, Klopp is like the young coming force, isn't he? Really. Yeah. But May United, United's next two games: Liverpool tonight, Chelsea on Sunday. Mm. Crucial games for Man United. He needs to win tonight going into that Chelsea game. I reckon it'd be a nil-nil draw. All this hype of Red Monday, Red Monday. That's I think Anfield it's going to well. be a flat as. But I think it could be a typical Mourinho performance. Just grind it out and nick a 1-0 or something. 
away from home, he'd be more than happy with that. I'll tell you what, there'd be questions if they do get beaten badly. Yeah. It'll, it'll pressure will be on him. Yeah. Uh, so finally, as we've plugged on a previous podcast, obviously young Jack Howard's battling cancer. Uh, pleased to announce that he's actually travelled to America now. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't think he's got a two, uh, full two hundred and fifty grand, but he's got enough to get out there and sort of start treatment. So but yeah, so like still, still do donate. Yeah, still do donate to www.crowdfunder.co.uk/slash/jack-howard. Uh, you can still carry on giving. You can still. Uh, follow his Twitter page. I think he's Save Our Jack at Save Our Jack. I uh, think so. Keep supporting. I think football's so important. Like yeah. in terms of that, and like wait the way that I think again, it's probably every club's got them, but this club in particular, I think it's such a family. Like mm. not from the owners or anything like that, but from the fans, proper people. Like yeah, yeah. I th- I think football is like so. Go on, Jack. I doubt you'd be listening, mate. You've got bigger things to think about, but. If uh, the team shows half as much fight as what you're doing, we'll be alright. Yeah, we'll season. be alright, mate. Uh, so just finally, just to plug our sort of social media presence, this association is running the football. I'll start uh, this, that again. This is running association with football. <laughs> this podcast <laughs> is running an association with football purists, who you can get out on Twitter. Also, our website www.footballpurist.com and the app. And is there an app out now? I think I think so. We'll we check. might we might have to double yeah. check that. We, we, there is an app up and coming, but uh, we're not sure if it's been released yet. So we'll double check that and then put it on our Twitter. If it does come out, right. our Twitter is get hammered FP. You can get me and Nick on Facebook respectively, Nick and Jack Davis. Or see us at the podium. Or see Saturday. us at the podium on on Saturday on we'll, home games. We'll be signing from twelve till two. <laughs> <laughs> signing beers. Uh, I'm Jackie Davis on Twitter. Nick's wheelchair Shane. And don't forget once again to get on our website or our Twitter to uh, listen to our interviews with Jack Collison. Matt Dinkinson as well said well worth a listen well it still sounds weird saying it doesn't it yeah it does no I was thinking about it. like, I was thinking about when you had to go up on Saturday when I kept telling you the train times on the way home <laughs> what kind of thing to think <laughs> it was well, I was so drunk but I kept telling you we got to leave now cause it, no but I didn't want to leave did I but you went I said trust me and you, no you didn't you, no you were saying because we had Liam with us who was a uh, oh, yeah, placement for the Metropolitan Police but he's a West Ham fan so he was with us and uh, Nick said to me on four different occasions <laughs> within a space of seven and a half minutes, we need to go now. Liam knows what he's talking about. He's a placement. And Liam weren't even saying anything. Oh, uh, last we have, eh? The yeah. last we have. Happy days. Happy days. <laughs> that really needed to go in at the end of the podcast. I know, yeah, that's, that's, that's just throwing me now. I don't really know what to say now. But yeah, we've done our plug-in. So uh, hopefully we'll get back because we, Chelsea. We'll be back after the Chelsea game, I'll say, Lee. After the Chelsea game, yeah, yeah. I reckon do do something get to do something in Chelsea, and we'll be back after the Chelsea. After game. the Chelsea game, yeah. so we're back after next Wednesday. If we come back alive, <laughs> we, we should have done a really done a preview of the Chelsea game, but nah. it's, yeah, a lot can change in Sunday. We've got to wrap this up properly because we just <laughs> we're having a conversation now. Yeah, right, over and out. See you later.